0: I am Michelle Gifford. Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women with Fire, and we specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build
0: empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com
1: Hey you guys and welcome to another episode of the Women with Fire podcast. You are with your hosts Michelle and Sarah. <laughs> We've missed you you guys. We've missed you. Uh, so if you don't know, if you don't know um, about uh, actually 10 days ago, no, 11 when this airs. Our prophet, President Nelson, issued a 10-day social media fast, actually just like a media fast. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Sarah, how have you felt not being on Instagram?
0: This has been, well... I would go off Instagram any day of the week. That's (laughs) a bad question to ask me. But I think what you're going to notice, listeners, is that already there's like this peaceful tone. (laughs) I don't know if that's a Monday or like (laughs) what it is. But man, it has been hard to restart, I feel like. Because of what has been gained through this experience. And so as we have prepared to close this fast and to record um, this podcast to discuss it with everybody, we thought it was really important to actually read his words, his words, and especially his prophetic promise and the questions we're supposed to ask ourselves after we finish the fast.
1: All right. So he says, first... I invite you to participate in a 10-day fast from social media and from any other media that brings negative and impure thoughts to your mind. Pray to know which influences to remove during your fast. The effect of your 10-day fast may surprise you. What do you notice after taking a break from perspectives of the world that have been wounding your spirit? Is there a change in where you now want to spend your time and energy? Have any of your priorities shifted, even just a little? I urge you to record and follow through with each impression. And right before he gives this invitation, so he asks us to do four things, but we're just going to talk specifically about the social media fast. Um, and right before he, he um, invites us to do that first thing by ending social media, he says it is a, ca-, he's talking about the greatest work on earth, which is gathering Israel. And he says, it is a cause that desperately needs women because women shape the future. So tonight I'm extending a prophetic plea to you, the women of the church, to shape the future by helping to gather scattered Israel. And I thought that was a really interesting preface to the invitation to come off social media because why, does that, why is that so interesting to me is because we use social media, I think, to gather Israel. I think that that is one of the key ways is not just social media, but the advancement of technology is one of the key ways that we're gathering Israel because we're able to reach more people. I mean, Sarah and I have this podcast (laughs) that we're able to talk to you and bear testimony, which would never have happened without the advancements that have come about. And and so I think it's an interesting thing that he's he's not telling us that we can't have, we can't access social media. He's not saying delete your Instagram accounts and get out of there forever. But he's just asking us to give up 10 days and then saying, listen, ask yourself these questions. Like, what are the changes you need to make? What are the promptings you're getting? What are the negative impacts that you're getting so that we can move forward
0: and use it in a positive way? It's so fantastic because I I have expressed on this podcast before that since President Nelson gave that talk to the youth about joining the battalion of the Lord, that everything has felt like a higher law, that we we are in a position as a church to now be receiving a higher law. We talk about the changes in ministering, how we are ministering to each other in a higher and holier way. So I I see this as an extension of that because I think back of when I was a teenager and sitting in Young Women's and learning and growing and in high school that a lot of the the discussions that were had in young women's and among my friends and family home evenings were all centered around media, not social media, because it was not in existence. That dates me. Um, but we were having a lot of these discussions about media, and that seemed to be a really, really big thing. And it was always listed out, you know, like, we don't see this, we don't see this, we don't see this, avoid this. And the the discussion was always around What kind of media is appropriate for members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And I'm sure many of you have had discussions in your own heart or with your own friends regarding media in which conversations can take a turn, something like this, where um, comments will be made like, you know, like violence just does not impact me. It just doesn't. It just, I don't know. It just doesn't impact me. Or I'm at work all day and I hear terrible language at work all day. And so hearing it uh, in a in a film I choose to watch or on a podcast I listen to or whatever, like it's not a big deal because it's just an extension of what I hear. It just, I'm numb to it. And which is, you know, the reality for, for many, many people that work in environments that they can't control that way. And so a lot of those kinds of discussions were happening, you know, 20 years ago when we were teenagers regarding, you know, this doesn't impact me. This doesn't impact me. That was kind of the, the sneaky way to get around to doing whatever we were doing back then. And it's interesting because I have felt fallen victim to feeling like social media just doesn't really get into my soul all that much that i i don't feel like it really does until this fast came holy smokes holy smokes i i just want to say so firmly that there is an impact in social media period that doesn't mean that there is a terrible impact that doesn't mean that there is a glorious impact but there is something happening there when we are involved with social media, period. And I have felt through both Elder Irene's talk and through President Nelson's talk, you know, Pre- uh, Elder Irene spoke in the women's meeting, that the higher law is being given to women right now. It is being given. The higher law is own it, there is an impact, period. And that they are trusting us in a higher, holier way to reach inside and ask these questions and change our lives and our families and the world accordingly. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of it. I think that we need
1: a hard reset, right? When your phone's acting up, <laughs> you give it a hard reset and you and you just gotta start over. And that's, um, I think that's what the fast is supposed to be is just a hard reset so that we can take a look at the effects of social media on us, and be really honest with ourselves with how we need to use this appropriately. And I kind of think it like like uh, when I fast every month for Fast Sunday, is you know I it's not that I should never eat, I should just fast for that for that day, right? And then during that time what it does to me after I'm done with the fast it allows me just like physically, it allows me to kind of reset how I'm like, how I'm in taking food because bef- sometimes, you know, you just start eating without thinking. And when you're fasting, it, it makes you stop. And then when you think, Oh, I can't eat that. Then you think of Christ and you try to fill that in with positive things that will uplift your spirit. And that is kind of what this has done for me is kind of a hard reset. <laughs> Like, what things do I need? Um, How much time do I really need to spend on social media? And where do my priorities lie? And uh, it's been very good. And I've been able to do some, like, because I've had more chunks of time, because I don't have to plan and I don't have to comment and like and follow and all those things, I've been able to, like, get a course done that has taken me forever. (laughs) And I think it's just allowed me to see what I'm giving up by doing social media. And I, when I say that, what I mean is, I mean, I'd like to say that every minute I spend on social media is productive, but it's not, right? There's scrolling that doesn't need to happen. And I, And so what it's shown me is that if I can be more disciplined with my social media use, my Instagram, whatever I'm doing, and actually even more planned out, because we have a lot of Because we have our mentoring and I want to be there for those women. And we have, you know, social media allows us to do a lot of things. And, but I need to make sure that I'm not wasting the time because it's stopping me from doing some big things and accomplishing some big goals that I have and have made. And so that's really what I think this whole social media fast has done for me is allowed me to see the place of social media and also see that there's a positive place for social media. I miss like in interacting with like our mentoring group and, and really diving into their business problems. And I miss, um, interacting with some of my, my online friends. I have a lot of online friends <laughs> and anyway, so there's a lot of things like that that has, has shown me like the dividing line, what is good and what is not a good thing for me on social media.
0: I think this is such an important approach to it because when really, when the announcement was made and I was unaware that this was happening literally minutes after the the announcement was made, there were a lot of critics that were popping up all over the place, trying to talk about how this was such a terrible thing and how they were trying to silence women's voices and it had political, I mean, are you rolling your eyes yet? <laughs> political affiliations all this kind of stuff and i think that's where michelle and i came to as we've been discussing this that we have to think about what what are the principles behind this like what that's one of the things that really can solidify your testimony on why something has been asked of you is to try and dig in and say what are the principles underneath what i am being asked to do And that can really help you stay very, very grounded because the reality is the minute this happened, we became very aware that we have paid people who are on social media with us that that are paying in order to get their businesses looked at and and help them grow and thrive and all these kinds of things. And so immediately there was this panic moment of, you know, lots of emails coming in and out. Uh, What do I do? I, I'm not going to be on Facebook, like et cetera, et cetera. And it was a really fascinating discussion with these women in our group because everyone made their own personal choice and they all respected their own personal choices of each other. And some of them were like, this doesn't even feel like social media to me. This is like me taking a class and learning and growing because the principle behind it is that the point of them being there had purpose. And in fact, kind of a divine purpose because it's something that they felt prompted to grow and, and learn and do. And others said, oh, I can't even pop in here because I'm so tempted by mindless scrolling on Facebook if I'm even in the app. I can't be in here. And so they've taken a break and it's just, that is what this is for. That is living a higher law, right? Is being respectful of how other people are honoring it and also honoring yourself and being able to not be commanded in all things, but to rather look at the scenario and say, what is going on? So we have, we have narrowed it down to four principles that we believe fasting in general fasting of all kinds, um, bring about these four principles and you'll, you'll start to see how valuable fasting is not only when it comes to the first Sunday of the month, but when it comes to social media and when you can practice it in other areas of your life. And now a small break, a word from those who make this podcast possible. Podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all: email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses at their very best. Check out the show notes or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash entreport to get started. And now back to the Women With Fire podcast. So the four principles that we've thought about are, number one, sacrifice, number two, perspective, three, to start anew, which Michelle's talked about, and four is purpose. So let's talk a little bit about our experience with sacrifice. Um,
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, we all know sacrifice brings forth the blessings of heaven, right? And one of the interesting things about this whole thing is that... President Nelson says, I'm extending a prophetic plea to you, the women of the church, to shape the future by helping to gather Israel, scattered Israel. And I already read like the whole of that quote, but when we sacrifice something, especially when when we sacrifice something for the Lord and and in response to a prophet's counsel and a prophet's plea, we get power. And that's the point of the sacrifice. I mean, we were talking yesterday in our Relief Society meeting about covenants and, you know, like why we don't always aren't the best at keeping our covenants. And I think these sacrifices and like sacrificing social media, it is a sacrifice, you know, because it's a part of our lives. And, and when we are, but, and, and it goes with covenants as well. Like when we're sacrificing to keep our covenants, God, isn't just, I don't think God's looking out down on us and saying, check, Sarah did the 10 day media fast exactly how I wanted it or, you know, check, check, check. And he's like checking off the list. Okay. Monday, she did it Tuesday. She was, "Eh, I don't know. You know, um, I think that heavenly father is looking down on us and saying, please obey so that I can give you these blessings please sacrifice this so I can open your eyes to what is happening. And it can come in no other way because we can't see, we can't get the proper perspective, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but we can't get that perspective until we remove ourselves from the situation. And, and so I guess, I think that's more the principle of sacrifice is giving something up for um, now for something better.
0: And that's absolutely right. And it's like, is that something you want is is there something that you want that is better then this is part of the law of sacrifice. This is part of it. And fasting is a really, really great way to display that to the Lord. So I think that's fabulous. And I love what Michelle said about our second principle with perspective because it falls in line so much with what we talk about with questing. We're talking about questing is all about taking switchbacks up a mountain. And the reality is you will never experience the greatest view possible unless there is intense sacrifice to gain that perspective. And I am in the middle of reading Sherry Dew's book, Worth the Wrestle, for probably the fourth time. Probably the fourth, okay? Probably (laughs) the fourth, okay? And I continually, as I restarted it, because I've had time (laughs) the past 10 days, as I've restarted her book and, and looked at it, I've just realized how much the Lord values wrestling, Like there is no secret to it. And we always think of probably Enos when we think of wrestling with the Lord in so many ways. But the reality is Nephi wrestled with the Lord because he wanted to see what his father saw. He was wrestling and the Lord honors that wrestling so it comes from sacrifice it comes from saying i so desperately need this new perspective on my marriage or on my business or on my quest or on my kids struggles or on where my place is in this in this church and in this gospel if you want that if you want that perspective the wrestle and sacrifice is what the lord is asking of you and dig in and that sacrifice often looks Very, very primary child answer-ish. It looks like intense prayer. It looks like deep scripture study. It looks like sacred conversations with friends and family and those who are cheering you on in, in what you're wrestling with. And I just love that kind of imagery because I am a firm believer that the Lord welcomes wrestling. He welcomes that wrestle and that by you diving in there, and wrestling with him about whether it's questions or perspective or whatever it is, he will grant that perspective. I've seen it time and time again in the scriptures. I've seen it in Michelle's life. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in my kids' lives. It will happen. That perspective will come as you sacrifice.
1: Yeah. And it was, it's been interesting how, I mean, the other things that he has coupled with the challenge, right? There's four things that he's asked us women to do. And they're all, I mean, it's reading the Book of Mormon by the end of the year, it's going to the temple and it's taking part in Relief Society more than we are. And these are primary answers, right? He's just asking us to do it. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that, I I mean, we know, we know how to get the perspective that we need, but sometimes we're not either a willing to sacrifice or be willing to wait as long and wrestle Oh man, sometimes I just want those wrestling matches to be like one minute.
0: (laughs) It's true. And I think too, we fall into the trap of, of, of wanting to live in the day where everything is spelled out. Oh no. The reality is President Nelson, when he started, I mean, rumors were a flying before general conference on what was going to (laughs) happen. And he got up to the microphone and you could have heard a pin drop. And he talked about how the leaders of the church have been talking about how to deliver the gospel in its purest form and when he said that i turned to my husband and i go here it goes here it goes because when you hear purest form that means change and more responsibility on us yep on us the higher way of living the gospel this is the dividing line you know it's happening because we're ready for it which is just amazing so i think you know even in that that challenge that you read at the beginning of the podcast that he talked about we want to rid anything that gives us negative thoughts or that wounds our spirit, wounds our spirit. And I felt like even 20 years ago, a lot of the message was we're not watching these things and we're not listening to these things because they're bad or they're vulgar or they bring impure thoughts. And now a higher purpose that we are trying to rid ourselves, not only of impure thoughts, but negative thoughts about ourselves, about other people, about comparison and wounded spirits i just think oh we are this is in motion we are in motion and a lot is expected of us and man good thing we had 10 days to try and figure out if we're on board right
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my word well let's do um the third thing that the third principle that we talked about and that's that it renews us and I have felt, I felt a lot of renewing power as I've stepped away from social media. And, and I think the renewing power comes because of our, um, first of all, because it's a break, right? It's a way we can just say, I'm done. I'm giving that up. I'm deleting the app or whatever. But I also think the reason why it's so renewing is that we get a deeper sense of our purpose and why we're actually on the app and you know, why we're doing social media and it's it's been kind of an interesting shift and it's also kind of a battle like let's, let's talk about what something sarah and i talk about behind the scenes because like sarah and i have been boxing not very much actually this week but just you know enough to keep our business going and we both were like can we just ditch social media forever but then sometimes <laughs> I mean, that's one side of the coin. And then I'm like, Oh no, but I love doing this. And I think there's a battle there. There's a battle in thinking, okay, this feels so good. I'm able to focus here more, but he's not asking us to leave it completely. So how do I like enter back into that with like, how do we do it? And and I guess it comes to the last principle, which is the purpose part, right? Is what is our purpose here? And, and President Nelson says, my dear sisters, you have special spiritual gifts and propensities. Tonight, I urge you with all the hope of my heart oh, to just, he just wants us to do this so much, to pray, to understand your spiritual gifts, to cultivate, use, and expand them even more than you ever have. You will change the world as you do so. And this is kind of the new focus and what Sarah's talking about is that we have to figure out where we stand where we need to be how we gather Israel It doesn't matter what Sarah and I are doing if we can help you we would love to if that's you know if we could be a part of your quest but if you're being called to stand in a different way, ah oh, we are shouting it out we are supporting you but He's just pleading to have you ask Heavenly Father, what do you need to do? And that's what this fast has been all about for me.
0: I love this because it is confidence in your quest. It is confidence in your direction and your inspiration. And one of the great things is that this is not a prophet of God that has asked us to rid it from our lives for good. He has not. He has simply asked us to sacrifice, gain perspective, renew ourselves, and gain purpose. And I think back to 1981, the year before I was born, when a wonderful prophet, not prophet at the time, but um, President Gordon B. Hinckley talked about what in the world this whole internet thing that wasn't even on the horizon even in 81 is going to bring about for the church. He says, this quote with the growth of the church we likely could never build a hall large enough to accommodate all who would wish to assemble in one place nor would accelerating travel costs make possible their coming this is ironic because the conference center hadn't been built yet how cool and he would be the one to do it so cool i just realized that okay moving on the gifts of science have provided a more convenient way we are confident that as the work of the Lord expands, he will inspire men to develop the means whereby the membership of the church, wherever they may be, can be counseled in an intimate and personal way by his chosen prophet. Here's the big line. Ready? Preparing you. Take a deep breath. Communication is the sinew that binds the church as one great family. Ponder. Ponder. Okay. Between those facilities which are now available and those which are on the horizon, we shall be able to converse one with another according to the needs and circumstances of that time. And that's from Gronby Hinckley. And my dog in the background is cheering on President Hinckley. (laughs) Real life, it's happening. (laughs) But I just don't see President Hinckley. I just don't see President Nelson up here really really mad that social media exists there's just no basis for that and in fact they're talking about how communication is the sinew that binds the church as one great family when that women's meeting was going on i live in louisiana right my daughter who is nine years old was attending her first women's conference meeting which was so amazing and we were sitting in the sonic parking lot eating onion rings and shakes, streaming it on my phone. And I just looked at her and I said, this is like a miracle. (laughs) This is a total miracle that we've been able to make an event out of this and sit in the car and stream this and listen to leaders and the prophet of our day and age here sitting in the Sonic parking lot. And the reality is our kids are watching us on how we are responding to media. If we are constantly, you've been on for 41 minutes, turn it off right now. Or if we are constantly buried in our phone as we're sitting in the playroom with them, or if we are constantly having to have some kind of noise going on, they're watching, but they're also watching, oh my goodness, mom is somehow recording her voice and tens of thousands of people are listening wow is that really what you do is that really what you do and then they're watching our approach to social media she sees me delete those apps off my phone when it's not work time she's watching those things and i'm not saying i'm perfect at it but we are if we are truly raising the battalion of the lord it involves technology it involves social media these are the kids that we're raising the neighbors that we're mothering in our own way Are the youth of the church that is going to forever change the dynamic of the church, the culture of the church, and the direction of the gospel. They will forever impact this. And so as you look at 10 days of social media, I wonder if some of those questions of purpose and feeling renewed and perspective and sacrifice, you can see what you are offering your kids and what example Your kids are seeing you set. Do they know you're on a social media fast? Do they know? Do they know what the, what the prophet has asked us to do? I mean, it's just the most miraculous thing, even though it just seems like, oh, I'm deleting apps for 10 days. It is so much bigger. These are the men and women who have been asked to fast, who are raising the battalion of the Lord. And that involves social media. So I just love so much the guts and perspective that our prophet has had in order to make this happen. So people, thanks for being with us. Um, So you guys, we have actually just loved the
1: social media fast. We also are happy and excited to get back and talking to you on Instagram. So if this was something that meant something to you and you and it resonated, hey, we'd love you to share it with your friends because we want your friends to be our friends. And just know we are cheering you on every step of the way and we'll see you next week.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Women With Fire podcast. Your support means a lot to us. In fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast, find us on Instagram at the women with Fire, or find us in our Facebook group simply search women with fire and join the group we'll see you there